Hello, and welcome to Auntie Sandy's Storyland. Please join us at our new home on the Lotus Prison Network at patreon.com. Our story for today is... Princess Tales, Part 2. Once upon a time in rhyme, we seek and find pictures. Adapted by Grace Macaron. The Princess and the Pea. A prince had traveled far and wide to seek a princess as his bride. To spot a princess who was true was not an easy thing to do. I give up, the poor prince cried. He went back home without a bride. One evening cold winds blew, it poured, and lightning flashed and thunder roared. Alas, although the hour was late, a girl was at the castle gate. The girl was quite a ghastly sight from traveling on that stormy night with dripping hair and rain-drenched clothes and soggy shoes and sopping hose. She claimed to be a princess, though. If it were true, it didn't show. The prince inquired, how can we know? I have a plan, his mother said. I'll put a pea beneath her bed and twenty cushions on the pea. In the morning we shall see. The princess on the pea all night by daybreak was an awful sight. I couldn't sleep. I'm black and blue, the princess said, for she was true. A girl so sensitive to feel a pea was absolutely real. The prince was grateful all his life to have this princess as his wife. Rumpelstiltskin A miller meeting with a king told the king an untrue thing. My daughter changes straw to gold. The king replied, I must behold this wondrous feat. Please bring her here. The miller's daughter, full of fear, arrived at once. The room she saw was floor to ceiling filled with straw. As a test, the king then told her, Here is straw to spin to gold. If you cannot, then you will die. The frightened girl could not reply. He shut the door and locked her in, and left the girl all night to spin. Alone, the miller's daughter cried. She wondered why her father lied. Just then, a tiny man appeared. He said, what's wrong? And she... He said, what's wrong? She said she feared that she would surely die unless she spun pure gold from this straw mess. He said, that's something I can do, but I must have a gift from you. Take my ring, the daughter pled. Your ring will do, the strange man said. He turned the wheel all night he spun. By daybreak all the work was done. The king was pleased but wanted more. He filled a room with straw from floor to ceiling, but he stopped before he turned the key to lock the door. The king beheld the girl and said, If you finish, we'll be wed. If you fail, you'll be dead. He locked the door and went to bed. I'm doomed, the miller's daughter feared. And once again the man appeared. This is something I can do, but I must have a gift from you. But I have nothing left for you, she said. The man said, yes, you do. I want your firstborn son, he said. The miller's daughter, filled with dread, had only this or death to choose. Either way, the girl would lose. She said, you'll get my firstborn boy. The horrid man was filled with joy. He turned the wheel all night he spun. By daybreak, all the work was done. 
The seasons changed, one year had passed. The princess had a son at last. The happy mother quite forgot her bargain, but the man did not. I want your child, the small man said. The princess answered, filled with dread. I'll give you treasure, let him be. No treasure is worth more than he. I'll have the boy, the man replied. The princess pulled her hair and cried. He pitied her. You have three days. To guess my name, you do, he stays. Although she guessed ten thousand names, the man's reaction was the same. The first day and the second, too, the princess didn't have a clue. Then walking all alone that night, she came upon a wondrous sight. Beneath the glowing crescent moon, the small man danced and sang this tune. Tomorrow I brew, today I bake, and then the child away I'll take. For little deems my royal dame, that Rumpelstiltskin is my name. The princess, when the morning came, said, Rumpelstiltskin is your name. He stomped his foot, which broke right through the floor, then tore himself in two. The princess got to keep her boy, and all her days were filled with joy. East of the sun, west of the moon. A family, poor and in despair, had come to meet a great white bear, who promised he would make them rich. Predictably, there was a hitch. I want a daughter, said the bear, the one most honest, kind, and fair. The youngest daughter said she would escort the bear, for she was good. She climbed his back without delay. The girl and bear were on their way. Arriving at a mountainside, a magic portal opened wide. Upon a castle rich and grand, the finest castle in the land. So filled with jewels and boundless treasure, the girl would have her every pleasure. Golden bracelets, diamond crowns, velvet coats, and satin gowns. The bear said, what you want is yours, but stay within your bedroom doors. Once evening comes, and never light, a candle in the dark of night. Having things she wanted only, but no friends, the girl was lonely. At night she heard a human crying. She grabbed the candle and, defying certain warnings of the bears, she ran through doors and down the stairs. She saw a prince asleep. She stopped. She was in love. She bent and dropped some candle wax upon his shirt. He blinked his eyes and grew alert. By night a man, by bear a day, I would be free if you obeyed, the prince explained. I have been cursed, but there is more, and this is worst. Now you've seen me, I must wed. The long-nosed princess, woe, he said. The prince departed all too soon, for east of the sun, west of the moon. The girl, in love and in despair, pursued the prince who'd been a bear. She passed three women, wise and old, who gave her curious gifts of gold. A carding comb, a spinning wheel... An apple, later they'd reveal their use. The women lent a horse to take the girl along a course. To brother's wind from east, then west, then north and south, she couldn't rest. Tenaciously, the girl would soon be east of the sun and west of the moon. Once outside the castle wall, she tossed the apple like a ball. The long-nosed princess came that way. I'd like that apple if I may. Please tell me what I need to pay. 
No money, said the girl, but might. I get to see the prince tonight. The princess said, indeed you can, although she had a sneaky plan. That night the prince was in his bed, so sound asleep that he seemed dead. The desperate girl had tried and tried to wake the prince, but failed, she cried. At dawn, outside the royal home, the girl revealed her carding comb. Again, the princess came that way and asked what she would need to pay. No money, said the girl, but might I get to see the prince tonight? The princess said, indeed you can, but she'd repeat her sneaky plan. The girl, no matter what she tried, would fail to wake the prince, she cried. At dawn, the princess made a deal to get the golden spinning wheel. I'll let you see the prince, she said. Tonight, you'll find him in his bed. But as the prince arose from bed, a stranger went to him and said, Last night, while you were fast asleep, I could hear a woman weep. The prince guessed what had come to pass. So when the princess gave a glass of mead to him to drink that day, the wise prince tossed the mead away. Returning to his room that night, the girl would find a happy sight. The prince was wide awake to hatch a plan to stop this dreadful match. The prince announced my bride-to-be must clean my favorite shirt for me. Only a girl with conscience clear can make this wax spot disappear. A troll could not, a human could, a human girl whose heart was good. The princess tried to clean the spot of waxy drops, but she could not. She scrubbed and scrubbed. The stain grew worse. She was a troll, and she was cursed. So mad was she, the princess burst, left the small girl and the prince to wed, contented all their days ahead. Twelve Dancing Princesses A shepherd sleeping by a stream had met a lady in his dream. Go quickly to be Lowell, she said. You'll meet a princess whom you'll wed. The shepherd left without delay. He reached Biloel in just one day. Twelve princesses resided there. All were proud and all were fair. The girls were such a lovely sight. Their father locked their room each night to keep them safe. But every morn, their pretty shoes were scuffed and torn. The king was baffled. How, he said, can shoes wear out with feet in bed? The princesses would not say why. We were asleep, was their reply. The king announced a proclamation to every prince in every nation. Just tell me where they wear their shoes, the king proclaimed, and you may choose the one you love to be your bride. No prince succeeded, many tried. Arriving at the castle gate, the shepherd, following his fate, found employment right away, making every royal bouquet. Each princess had one fresh each day. Eleven did not pay him mind, but Lena thought his eyes were kind. The princess liked him, and he knew. The shepherd liked the princess, too. At night, the shepherd, in his bed, was dreaming that the lady said, Plant two trees, that's what to do. Then make a wish, it will come true. He did as told, and as they grew, he thought and thought, and then he knew said he, invisibility, for if the daughters can't see me, I'll follow them the whole night through, 
and I'll discover what they do. One evening when the girls withdrew, up to their room the man did too, invisible but taking space. He quickly found a hiding place. The shepherd crawled beneath a bed, while he remained until one said, It's time to go, and climbing out, he saw such splendor all about. Silken slippers, satin dresses, jeweled necks and stylish tresses. Each princess held the same bouquet that he had given her that day. The shepherd thought that they were trapped, but then the eldest sister clapped, which opened up the secret door, and all walked through a corridor, and down, down, down a winding stair, until they reached a portal where the princesses and shepherd could emerge into a pretty wood, with leaves of silver, gems and gold. The leaves were dazzling to behold. Beyond the wood there was a lake that held a dozen boats to take the girls across, and at the oars twelve princes rowed to palace shores. The palace was a splendid sight. The sisters danced throughout the night, and that was how the shepherd knew the secret of their worn-out shoes. All wondered, would the king decide to let the shepherd choose a bride? I love the shepherd, Lena said. The king allowed them to be wed. Sleeping Beauty Long ago, a king and queen begat a child, the fairest scene. The fairies came to celebrate. The king, not knowing there were eight, invited seven. One was slighted. Angry, she was not invited. In she flew, extremely miffed. Each fairy gave the child a gift. She'll sing and dance and move with grace, have wisdom wit a pretty face. The cross one said, One day she'll try a spindle, prick herself and die. The noble king was horrified. His lady swooned. The fairies cried. But one last fairy's gift remained. She will not die, the last explained. Let this gift allay your fears. The girl will sleep one hundred years. A noble prince will come and then his kiss will wake her up again. The king then made a proclamation. I ban all spindles from the nation. Near sixteen, the princess grown, explored the castle on her own. Inside a room, till then unknown, an ancient woman lived alone. Not hearing spindles were forbidden, she spun her flax, remote and hidden. The spindle caught the maiden's eye. What's this? she asked. I'd like to try. The princess didn't understand what to do. She cut her hand. The woman cried, The princess died. The king was quickly at her side. Have no fear, the king explained, for this event has been ordained. The princess sleeps. She isn't dead. Her servants took her to her bed. Soon everyone was sleeping too. Around the castle forest grew. No man or beast could burrow through. One hundred years had slowly passed. One noble prince arrived at last. The prince approached with every stride. The thorny thicket opened wide. All was silent as he crept. Within the halls where dozens slept. Undaunted by the eerie gloom, the prince soon found the maiden's room. He touched her hand. The princess woke. Spell resolved. The princess spoke. I dreamed of you all night and day. The prince had just one thing to say. 
then we will marry right away. They took their vows without delay. Each child and woman, man and beast, awoke to share the wedding feast. That is the end of our story for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Join our exclusive Storyland membership on the Lotus Prison Network to get special appreciation bonuses and rewards as a valued member of our listener team. To join our membership, go to patreon.com forward slash the Lotus Prison Network. For those who like the book we read today and would like to purchase it, please click the link in the description. Follow our Facebook page so you can find us on all your favorite social media and share with your family and friends. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next time on Auntie Sandy's Storyland.